What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Ann P, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stickers, stories, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show meow 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 quiet fluffy i'm trying to listen to that story show hey this is that story show people hey who's cooking pizza i turned into a rat I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people. This is that story show where we bring your real life stories into the spotlight. It's episode 397 brought to you the week of December 9th, 2021. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Hey, I'm John and I, I got a cat in my pocket. Oh, wow. I, I tried to think of something. I didn't write it down, and that's what came out. I'm sorry. Because I, I, I got performance anxiety. I was like, why oh, I got to say something about animals, because you did that great <laughs> intro there. and uh, I got a kitty in my pocket, everybody. Uh, it's terrible. I don't even. I don't think a cat would stand for such a thing. <laughs> nope. It's a little teacup kitten. It's a baby cat. It's a baby. That's right in my pocket baby kitty well i have a i'm wearing baggy clothes so he can fit my have you seen people that'll take their their hoodies and they'll put them on backwards and they'll stick the cat in the no in the hoodie part no you've never seen that okay no well, i don't look think, it up i don't think i live up um, amongst enough white people i think that's white people stuff right there <laughs> <laughs> that's what that sounds like that's just something a, a white person would do uh, <laughs> you're probably very correct on that oh wow (laughs) that's like the time my um my friend uh was at the airport and she is very talkative she likes to you know talk to people around her and and there was a dog uh in 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 a not a purse but just being held in a in a container of some kind um and the dog had a tiny visor had little sunglasses had a little vest on and um and so she said something to the dog and the lady holding the dog jerks the dog back away and said, don't talk to her. She's working. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. It's working. It's working. I'm like, that's the easiest job a dog ever had. Looking like a human, you know, yeah. that is just dumbest thing ever. Wow. I know well, that's a great story opener for our, I know, show. I know there's such a thing as an emotional support animal, but I also know this, that that has been abused, you know, oh, yeah. big time. People just want their dogs or their cats to fly free. So they, they, they put a vest on them that they bought off Amazon and say, oh, they're working, but that dog had glasses on. Okay. You know, yeah. I don't understand. Sunglasses, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine if you want to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay by all means. But that doesn't automatically mean it's working. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, no well, offense to anybody that puts glasses and hats on their animals. Yeah. Just we yeah. love you. 
You're just weird. Um, <laughs> we are doing a theme show today. And yes, uh, that is an amazing thing. We talked about it for the last couple of weeks and people sent in their stories and we're so excited. I have to say, though, that yeah. a lot of the stories are borderline horror stories. Uh Oh, yeah. Um, I thought we would get these cute, funny, you know, my dog bopped his head on the door and the, he chewed up the mail and he grabbed the toilet paper and the birds do the things and all, but it's like, it's, it's rough. Some of them are rough. No pun intended there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> rough. Good one. But we're going to have a lot of fun. And it's going to be rather interesting. We always open with a story. This one's called The Wrath of Gypsy. All right. A few years ago, our daughter convinced us to to get a rescue cat. We named him Gypsy Ginger Snap. So he gets a first and last name here. Gypsy Ginger Snap. Yeah. You know, it's a a name. It's It's a name. Um, that's okay. I found out just the other day, my, my son is 13 now, but when we got our dog, he was like five and he wanted to name Moffat race car. And I never knew that. So I'm glad, really? I'm glad we didn't name him race car <laughs> race car. Cause I always judge a name of a dog by having to shout it from the back door to get the dog to come in the house. Yes. And what do yes. you, what do you want the neighbors to hear? And I don't want the neighbors to hear, you know, ginger snap or, or race car, race car. Yeah. So Moffitt, sugar blossom off. It's bad enough. Cause everybody thinks his name is Muppet. And, and, and I get offended. I'm like, no, it's, it's Moffat. It's, it's a real name. It's a man's last name. I named it after Stephen Moffat. One of the best writers in over there yeah. in, in Britain. So, uh, for Dr. Who, but anyway, uh, he doesn't deserve the name. The dog is dumb. So anyway, uh, <laughs> the dog doesn't deserve the name. The dog is the dumbest dog ever, but he's well behaved. So I, he gets a pass anyway. Uh, Ginger snap. So she was never really a social cat towards the family members, except my daughter. And she mainly spent most of her life hiding in the daughter's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had all come to color gypsy uh, or gypsy. J- j- wait a minute. Jippy. Jippy. J- 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 Jippy. I'm going to say that Jippy. says Jippy. So for short, it was Jippy. So we came. it came time for us to move house. By the way, this is uh, from the Ball family from Western Australia. So they don't move. They move house. So we had loaded oh. the car up, and we put Jippy in the, in the cat carry container in the back of the Subaru wagon. To put it mildly, she was reluctant and not happy about the container. Just, just mm-hmm. like a kitten wouldn't be happy to be in your pocket. So sure, <laughs> we we were coming through the local town site where we live, and as we were traveling along, all of a sudden, an evil, sinister, and nostril-breaking smell began to permeate through the vehicle. There was no oh, doubt this smell had not come from a human's butt. It had been from a vengeful cat. Oh, no. Trying not to vomit whilst I desperately looked for a local toilet, the... Oh. Uh, the windows all down in the car for maximum airflow. We managed to pull into a local public toilet. That's what they call bathrooms over there. They don't call them bathrooms. They, they call them toilets. So, um, toilets. yeah, for us, toilets in the bathroom, but for them, the toilet is the bathroom. 
So I got out of the car and I retrieved the carry container from the back and headed to the toilet cubicle to deliver this menacing piece of crap from the container to the toilet. <laughs> and no, he doesn't mean the cat. He means a, a menacing literal piece of crap. So I, I reached the toilets and I was horrified to see a sign over the door saying out of order. Oh no. Yeah. Over there, they say out of order over here. We just, they just put like caution tape. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Don't count on it. Don't, yeah, don't. There's You can check in, but you can't check out. Panicking and looking around, I realized I had no choice but to take the cat container in and deposit the wrath of Jipey to the toilet. I'm saying it different every time because I don't know how to pronounce it. Once You'll get one of them right. Yeah, it's just random chance. Uh, you know, a thousand monkeys type it for a thousand years. Once in the toilet, I locked the door and started to unzip the cat carrier. The cat hissed and snarled at me, and I released her from the cage, and she scurried to the corner of the bathroom, angrily staring at me. And that's where I would leave her if it was me. Um, yeah, just I, let her go. I don't like animals that hate me, you know, and cats are... <laughs> That's why I'm not a cat person. I don't get it. I don't get why people love them. But anyway, holding back the vomit from my heaving stomach, I managed to retrieve the big nasty crap from the cage and put it in the toilet, having no way to flush the toilet, though, because it was out of order. I, I, I dumped it in, and then I grasped hold of the cat, shoving her back into the container and zipping it back up. Wow. He must have been quick because, you know, <laughs> angry cats like to, like to, you know, scrape you. So... I opened the door and headed back to the car. However, as I exited, I noticed an elderly couple who had also pulled over to use the toilets. I panicked and fled to the car when I heard my son yell out to the elderly couple, our cat did a poo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There you go. At least I'll have context for what they're about to find. Uh, I I quickly (laughs) put the cat carrier back into the rear of the car, then jumped in the car and told my wife to floor it. Floor it. (laughs) Go. We do say that in America. (laughs) Yeah. Hit it. Floor it. Go. Uh, Looking back, I saw the couple go into the toilet block and then cover their noses in (laughs) horror and retreat. (laughs) Poor people. They probably fought in the war. And and now you you put them through that. The the, the wrath of Jeepy had unleashed on them also. The cat is still with us. Her poo still smells horrible. But we love her anyway. We hope you enjoyed our story, and I hope it makes it on the show. The Ball family from mm. uh, Bayup Brook, Western Australia. So I think it's awesome that we have people that listen from all over the world. Is, I do too. It's such a, an awesome thing. That's um, rad. It's time for us to rewind the week. All right, so my weekly update has nothing to do with the a dog or a cat. That's okay or, because you know, yeah. Wow, oh, good. Um, you, you, yeah, definitely. Mine doesn't either. Just so you know, it, it's a simple thing, but it was so funny uh, to us. My wife and I go on dates twice a week. We are very dateable. Where we date each other often, and uh, Wednesday nights we usually end up at a place called Cybergs on Gravoy. And uh, it's a great place if you're ever in town. Go over there and get a uh, Provel chicken sandwich and tell them James sent you and they won't know who you're talking about. But they'll say thanks. Is that the place that we went where they had the live music that was Uh, so loud? No, that that was uh, Blue City Deli that Uh, I took you to. But I'll take you 
out there when, when you come out in June. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we, we sit in the bar area because there's always tables available and you don't have to wait like you do when you want to sit in the dining area. It's just, it's just awesome. So we sit there and it's a little louder and, and when there's sports on people get rowdy, you know, and, and all mm. that, but, but the service is great. You, you never run out of soda because they're just always there to help you out. Yeah. Right at the bar. It's really yeah. short walk for them. Yeah. yeah. So we, and we don't have kids or anything, so it's just two old people just enjoying the, and there's tons of televisions with golf and, and, and football and crap. I don't care about going on all <laughs> over the place. So it's easy to focus on my wife. Sometimes I don't know about you, but when I go out to eat at one of these places that have TVs, sometimes I find myself, oh, yeah. you know, like I can't concentrate on a conversation because there's some commercial and, and yeah, I, they steal your attention. Yeah. I don't see commercials because I have, you know, Netflix and, and all this. So I don't know what's going on in the world. So anyway, <laughs> um, long story short, it was time to pay the check. And my wife, uh, was there and they had brought a, uh, a check in the pen and she couldn't get the pen to work. And she's like, can you fix this? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can fix this baby. I, I'm a fixer. Yeah. I'm known around the house as a fixer. The kids used to call me fixer. Matter of fact, Mr. Fix. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do this. And so I, I did this thing where I jerked the pen down by my side, you know, to kind of fling it like you would uh, a dead rat to try to try to, you know, sling dead rat <laughs> yeah. juice out. I don't know. <laughs> and then I, I scrubbed juice. it on the napkin and it didn't work. So I pounded the pen on the table, just trying to like you would a ketchup bottle, you know, on a table because that's sure. not something most you get all the do. ketchup to go to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah, I'll, get I'll, get the, ink out. I'll get the ink to come out. But right then, poof, the pen turns into a thousand pieces in my hand, <laughs> flies up like a fountain <laughs> of <laughs> particles and falls in our plates. It hits the guy at the table next to us. It falls on the floor. It lands in my lap. There are tons of pen pieces suddenly everywhere. And my pride is crushed because my wife immediately starts laughing. Oh, oh, I'll fix the pen, she says. I'll oh. fix the pen. You're a pen fixer, all right. Good job. Good job. Well, I, I managed to scrape together enough of the pen to put it back together to make it look like it's okay. And the guy next to us, he's half drunk, but he's okay. He, I'm like, did you get hit? He's like, <laughs> it's all good. And I'm like, good, because I wore a Buzz Lightyear t-shirt and... When you wear a Buzz Lightyear t-shirt, it means I'm not planning on getting into a serious argument today because if I do, all they have to do is point out that I'm wearing a Buzz Lightyear t-shirt and I have lost the man argument. You know, my manliness is just in question, called into question big time. So anyway, he was cool, uh, but my wife was laughing at me and I, the lady come up and she's like, uh, the, the waitress or the bartender or whatever it was. And she says, is, is everything good? And I'm like, I got bad news about your pen. And my wife <laughs> stops me. She goes, that was my pen. I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> whoops. Whoops. I, here I was, ma'am thinking I owed you an apology and I was going to call for the manager to complain about the pen, but it's my wife's pen. I'm sorry, honey. I didn't know. And so I did two stupid things. <laughs> I apologized to the wrong person. And I broke, uh, I broke the pen. So, 
Anyway, mm. it it fantastically exploded though. I don't know how uh, ink didn't get everywhere, but the 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 moral of the story is, or the end of the story is, I was I, I had the ink well, you know, the center part in my hand, and there was a pinch in it. And so even though it was full of ink, there was a pinch now down near the nib. And I realized somehow or another, it, it had used up all the ink in the pen that it was capable of getting to. So oh, it was a faulty pen. That's crazy. So you couldn't have fixed that without massive surgery anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and who would do that? Because it's a disposable pen. It's kind of like the story. Uh, this lady at my church, she had a son that fell down the stairs. And he had a massive head injury and oh. they, they took him to the hospital and they found out he had a tumor in his head and oh. they pulled it out and saved his life. And it never oh. would, they never would have found it in time if he, didn't fall down if he hadn't fallen down the stairs like an idiot. So, um, oh. yeah, I, I blew up the pen, but it was, it was for a, it was really on purpose is what it was. It's so that your wife would know for sure that that pen wasn't going to work ever again anyways. Right. Exactly. It there was, you go. I hope it wasn't just the, the act of a stupid over macho guy. It was, it was for a reason. So yeah, anyway. there you go. There we go. So we got a pen from the lady and, and we did eventually pay and got out of there and uh, we had a good night, but it all was well. My wife says, you got your weekly update. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let me pull out Google Keep. And I typed it up. So just in case. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Well, there you go. Congrats. Hopefully your life is funnier than mine is. Mine just an explosion. Uh, well, I can't it's can't reiterate though how how ex, how explosive <laughs> it blew up. I mean, it landed <laughs> I know how those pins go five foot away and hit a dude, you know. Like a very macho looking guy. I was so glad he was cool with, with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's probably one of those Pilot G2 gel pens with yeah. the extra springs. <laughs> yeah. Those are the ones, man. Those blow up on me all the time. Really? No, but they have <laughs> in the past before. Uh, so what's going on yeah. in your world there? Let me tell you what's going on in my world. I had the privilege in, a, in just the happy joy of cleaning some stuff out around my barn the other day okay and uh there was poison ivy <gasps> in there John. yeah so uh, as i may have said before i can look at poison ivy and it gets me somehow oh. so fortunately i was mostly covered up in, in just just my forearms of all places my forearms i had gloves on i had a a flannel shirt on, I had my sleeves rolled up a little bit because, you know, I was doing man work. Right, right. And uh, and I got poison ivy all over my forearms, oh. and it's disgusting, and it itches, and I was frustrated, and I went to the school nurse, and I said, can you help me? And she said, well, I can put some stuff on it, and you can do this, and here's some Benadryl. But she said, if you really want to get rid of it quick, go to the urgent care and get get a, a, a steroid shot. Oh, and I'm like, what's this steroid shot? Because I know that bodybuilders and people used to take steroids and they yeah. use it for topical things. And she said, yeah, it's just a simple shot and um, and you're good to go. It'll go away in just like a couple days. And I'm like, I'm going to get that shot. Okay. I don't like shots, but I said, I'm going to go get the shot. So yeah. uh, I went to uh, the urgent care, you know, went in, got my, got my little shot. And um, 
you know, they checking me out and stuff. And the doctor says, okay, well, you know, uh, somebody's going to come in and give you a shot. And like, okay, great, fine. And uh, the lady comes in, the lady nurse comes in. She tells me what, um, what, it's, what it is. And I said, oh, that sounds like, a, sounds like an Autobot. Because the, you know, it sounds like a Transformer. What, the, name, know, that, the, the name of the The name shot? of the shot okay. sounded like a Transformer. And she said, oh, yeah, it's probably an Autobot. I was like, oh, that's cool. You're a nerd. Uh, she didn't, she didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell her that that was what my brain thought. Um, she actually said, I have a nerdy side. I'm like, Oh, well, that's awesome. Oh, so, you good, know, good easing the easing the way because I'm about to get a shot and you know, I talk when I'm nervous right? Uh, and stuff and I, I'm just stupid. But anyway, she said, Hey, because there's so much of this in here, I'm going to need to give you this in your backside. Oh no. I'm like, okay. Oh man. <laughs> she says, she says, it's not, you know, she didn't say your butt. She just said it just your upper hip is what she said. Yeah, but then yeah. she said, I need you to, you know, just just lower your pants down that's a butt. few inches. That's butt. Yeah, that's that's butt. <laughs> if it's, it's behind just, pants, it's butt. <laughs> it's behind pants. It's under underwear. Yeah. I'm trying to be cool about it and not think, oh my goodness, I'm, she's going to see my hiney. Um, you know, I just was trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, breathe there. And so I, I, uh, she's like, in this, she, she said, I'm going to either side, you know, she doesn't say cheek. She says either side is fine. You know, she's super either professional side. about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. She's even shown me how to stand to take the pressure off oh, of the muscle that she's God. about to introduce this hypodermic needle to. Ugh. And, uh, and so I'm, <laughs> all these thoughts are going through my mind. Like, <laughs> all right, well, how far should I pull my pants down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how much, you know, rear end does she need to be exposed to, right, to get her right. job we, we done? We need to minimize the exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it gets better. See, cause so I, I get the pants to the level that, you know, she recommended, I didn't pull out a tape measure and, you know, go yeah, down a couple right. inches. I just kind of went till it was uncomfortable. <laughs> and, tough. uh, she, she she's done a red light, green light for you. Green light. <laughs> okay. Red light. <laughs> she turned her back to me. It's not like she was watching me, you know, lower my laundry, but, uh, um, she says, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to, this is embarrassing. Oh, no. so I'm just going to desensitize the area. <laughs> so she starts pinching the area. Ah! <laughs> She's kind of squeezing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I'm nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to say here. I, I mean, do I say, oh, that's nice. You know? <laughs> Do I say, I don't know. She says, this will help the shot, you know, relax the muscle. And she says, just think of it as like a, a massage. And I'm like, oh, I won't I'm pressing charges. Ay, ay, ay. So oh my gosh. It gets it gets better because I'm an idiot, right? I've we've established uh, this throughout the years and I just talk when I'm nervous and uh, so she's pinching it and massaging <laughs> the area and I'm and I say, uh, do do I need to buy you flowers? <laughs> <laughs> you moron. Be, I know, I know. Freaking I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. 
So <sighs> she, she gives me the the the, the shot <sighs> and talks a little bit, and I, you know, so it's hot in here now. <laughs> And, uh, and that's that's what happened. Oh my gosh! I've never had a pre. What what'd you call it? A d d desensitized desensitized massage there in the area. Oh my gosh! Do you? I remember? mean, in oh. all fairness, it was the upper hip, and quite literally, it was not like she was grabbing right, my my right, butt cheek. But still, or still, that's the area. It is the area. Yeah. Oh, do you remember that? episode of uh the it crowd where he gets a yes. massage and the guy yeah. kisses him on the butt <laughs> it's like, he kissed me on the buttocks <laughs> that's what it reminds me of yeah that's what it kind of <laughs> yeah it was a man a signing his book <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you haven't seen that i don't remember what episode but i think it's in the second season yeah the, just make no. sure you're like 13 to 18 or older, you know? Yeah. Oh, you can catch it on Netflix. Oh my gosh. I'm dying. Oh. I'm dying. That was so messed that, up. That was my weekly update. It didn't sound as funny in my head as it did in person. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> it was so messed up. <laughs> there were so many levels of, of wrong. <laughs> so. Listen, if it makes this uh, poison Ivy go away, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care yeah, until John goes back in it. And he's like, well, that was actually really nice. I'm going <laughs> to go swimming in the Ivy. He's like, you, you're back. I yeah, need another I got massage. Poison ivy again. Yeah, I need another, another hands on. I need on. that desensitization. <laughs> Could you do the desensitization thing? Good job. <laughs> Good job. Anyway, oh. John ends up at the altar at church asking for forgiveness. <laughs> I I've, aye, aye, aye. I've created an appetite that I didn't mean to. So I have a. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yes, you do. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, you, you always know when we've gone too far when John John claims ignorance. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what English is anymore. I don't know. Uh. Oh my gosh! Anyway, we have so much to get through. Ah, uh, oh, we and, do, and we're we're twenty seven minutes in already. It's so crazy. All right. Uh, first of all, thanks to our patrons. Um, we have a thing going on right now. Hundred patrons equals a shaved head, and we got till the end of the year. We got three more patrons this month or this week. Uh, 50, oh wow! Fifty four dollars per year pledged by Audrey John Moore or Jean Moore. Uh, $5 per month pledged by Cup of Hot Cocoa and 54 per year pledged by Annie P or Ann P. We appreciate it. That means we have 78 supporters, only 22 more to go by the end of December. Uh, we've got uh, multiple levels of support. Uh, we have a dollar. We have a $3 tier. We have a $5 tier and it goes up from there. Um, if you have it yet and you intend to now would be the time to support the show at patreon.com slash that story show and uh and get that haircut off you know um you get perks you get access to our bonus content and it's never been easier to join so anyway we have a few announcements um i, I just want to mention my youtube channel it's brand new it's it's doing really well i'm releasing stuff twice a week i do gaming content and i do drawing content where i draw stuff from memory and then from uh from from reference i have a, a pretty funny one coming out tomorrow at noon 
uh, where I draw Pikachu from memory. And you would think, you know, I could choose him up in a lineup. Like, I could. Like, if there were yeah. a lot of Pokemon up there, and I, I would say, you know, I know that's Pikachu right there. But to sit down and draw him is a completely different thing. It is it is very difficult. Um, oh, well, well. So I didn't do a very good job. But then I then I show you the reference, and then we draw him from reference, and I redeem myself. It's pretty funny stuff. Um, so check it out <laughs> tomorrow at noon. At, uh, the, the easiest way to get there right now, because I don't have a great YouTube address, is nlcast.com slash YouTube. Or you could search James Kennison in uh, in your YouTube app and, and scroll down, and you'll get there. Uh, I also want to mention June 11th, 2022, is Narthex Con 2020 Benton Park Cafe here in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and uh, that you've joined our uh, our Discord server or uh, our group on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash uh, that story, or in all cast, my bad. And uh, <clears throat> you'll get more information as well as right here on the show. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have guest hosts. We'll have John there. We'll have his family, hopefully part of his family anyway. Uh, yeah. We'll be recording live uh, content, and you can be a part of it. And we'll have unlimited sodas. And your son asked me about it. I mentioned it on Red School Bus the other day, just in yeah. case there were some families that wanted to come. And uh, he's like, "Will will we be able to mix the sodas?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess you're going to have a mixologist. There'll, there. there'll be a dude there pumping it, so you just have to tell him what you want." And he's like, "Well, I like cherry coke and sprite." And I'm like, uh, "That's when I told him about grenadine." For the first time, I'm like, you, oh. you'll probably have to ask for grenadine in your soda and then get some Sprite thrown in there. And, uh, you know, anyway, so uh, December 23rd, oh. by the way, is coming up soon. It's going to be our annual fireside chat that John, uh-huh. John likes to do. And, and I enjoy Yay. doing it. Uh, it's going to be our Christmas theme show. So listen, um, we're going to we're going to pump the brakes a little bit on it. And we're not going to require that your stories be funny. Um, we just want to hear about Christmas, uh, as you would tell it, uh, if yeah. you have great memories, if you have, uh, bad memories, <laughs> you know, f- if it happens to be funny, <laughs> that's great too. But we'd love to hear about the traditions that you have. Uh, you know, how do you handle Santa Claus, you know, and stuff like that. Um, how do you, how do you handle the holidays? Do you go to family, you know, anything interesting that you would share with a, le- a loved one or a neighbor? We want to hear it on the show. And you can send such things to James at NLCast.com or ThatStoryShow at gmail.com. Either one will get right into my inbox. And we will be doing that stuff on December 23rd. So your deadline, that's two weeks away from this point. Your deadline is the 22nd, though, because I put the show together on the 22nd. So uh, there we go. Another theme show right after this one, just in time for Christmas. It's coming quick, man coming yeah quick. too fast too fast we got some itunes reviews brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. podcast uh, dog six says awesome i've listened to this podcast since i was nine and i am 11 now oh this podcast has got me through my great grandma's passing and i love wow. every episode so i hope you make it to episode 1000 whoa that would be awesome i don't know how old we'd be i'd have to do the math i know this is not a story but i hope it makes it on the show Morg Dog <laughs> well, yeah. 6. It did make it on the show, so it works out. It's time for us to do this. Quiznos. Quiznos. Got a quiz? Where we quiz. What That's right. Know. We do. We have a quiz. Oh. It is an animal quiz. It is pet-themed. 
And it is brought to us by a gentleman that I did not write his name down, and I'm terrible, but he did such oh, no. a great job. I know. I hate that. I, I just realized I didn't put his name down. So you know who you are, and you're amazing. Um, question number one, John and James. Okay. Um, what is not the top 10 most popular pet in America? Cats, rabbits, mm. ferrets, or snakes? What is, <laughs> what, is, what is not in the top 10? Not in the top 10? Pets? Yeah. Cats, rabbits, ferrets, or snakes? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say ferrets. Okay. I'm gonna but s- I hope it's snakes. I'm going to say snakes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say snakes. Uh, number two. What is the most common reptilian pet? A ball python? A box turtle, an iguana, or a bearded dragon? I want it to be turtle because I love turtles. So, I'm going to say bearded dragon. A bearded dragon. Because every dragon should have a beard. That is true. It's It should be made of fire. Ah, fire bearded dragon. Fire bearded dragon. What is the most popular dog breed in America as of 2020? Poodle, a German Shepherd, a Labrador, or a Shih Tzu? I'm going to say a Shih Tzu because I think they're popular I see i'm gonna agree with you i see because they're yappy dogs they're not they're not 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 if you get a male the females are a little more hyper but our dog dude he barely ever barks he only barks at the other dog and it's only when the other dog is being crazy and my dog doesn't like it so what is the only common pet not mentioned in the bible Dogs, cats, horses, or snakes? Well, I know it's not snakes. It's not horses. It's not dogs. It's got to be oh, cats. Oh, yeah. Dogs are mentioned in the Bible. Yeah. I don't remember anywhere in the Bible. Yeah, cats. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say cats, too. I, I, yeah. All right. Uh, what is the most expensive pet in the world? Thoroughbred horse, a lion cub, a baby tiger, or John Steinklobber in bat form? <laughs> Definitely that one. I would say so, because you would have to take him from his entire family. And that's, yeah. that's emotional expense that you just can't uh, mm-hmm. can't replace that. <clears throat> and then there's the guano. Well, and, uh, other than the first one, all of these are illegal. Like, I think it's illegal to have a bat that used to be a human in your house. But it's definitely illegal to own lions and baby tigers but what about tiger king i mean there's a whole there's a whole community yeah, of people that there it's not supposed to be it? it's you okay. have yeah it's 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 like a it's a shady side of the law you know oh. uh, i'm gonna say though that a lion cub would be my guess as in the most expensive pet in the world okay but what do you think Thoroughbred horse. Thoroughbred horse. All right. Yes. All right. Let's do it. Uh, what is the uh, what is not <clears throat> the most top ten popular pet in America? It is rabbits. Neither one of us got. Oh that one, wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Rabbits huh. are not in the top ten. Oh wow. I would rather it be ferrets or snakes. Yeah. Really. <laughs> the rabbits. I mean, you can eat them if they're <laughs> they're bad pets. So That's gross. what is the most common reptilian pet? You were right, man. You got it. You got it. You said a bearded dragon. I don't even know bearded what a bearded dragon, dragon is. So I'm going to have to look that it's bad It's a lizard with a beard. Yeah. Uh, kind of cute. 
What's the most popular dog breed in America? It is C. A Labrador. We got that one. Labrador. Oh, yeah. I should have. They're the everybody loves a Labrador. The labs. They're so great. Lab. Um, we what got a story about a lab coming up pretty soon. Um, number number four. What is the most common pet that's not mentioned in the Bible? It is cats. We were right. Cats. And I mean, technically, they are mentioned in the Bible because you know the Lion of Judah and the the enemies of like a roaring lion. That yeah, kind of stuff. but not as a pet though. You know, like a dog returns to his vomit. They're mentioned. Dogs yeah. eat, eat one of the queens out of the dog food. That's queen. right, Jezebel. Yeah, Jezebel. There's mention of dogs, but no mention okay. of cats. And hmm. uh, that is interesting. That is interesting. Entry. What is, is the most expensive pet in the world? John said it was a thoroughbred horse. I said a lion cub. And John was right. I got one right. Thoroughbred horses are upwards of $16 million. Whoa, $16 million. I was thinking like pretty expensive, but not $16 million. Yeah, I was thinking a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. I mean, that's a Ooh. lot of cash, but. That is a lot of cash. Not enough for a, a horse, so. Not a thoroughbred, at least. Anyway. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's, uh, let's talk about some pets. Hey. Let me tell y'all a story. All right, I have a story, and I've probably told it on this show before, but it, when I was sitting around this week thinking of pet stories, um, I found that I was much like many of the pet stories we're going to read today. That it, All I had was disaster stories. You know? <laughs> They're the ones that stick with you. I had a dog named Yoji, and he was big, and he was Brindle. If you don't know what that is, that is a type of coat that is much like a tightly knit tiger stripe it is brown yeah. and black and sometimes grayish mixed in it is beautiful color he had he had bright silver eyes and he was a big pain in the butt um but he was a he was a sweet dog he just never wanted to really live with us he was a trailer park dog we we got him under from some kids that were in our children's ministry and he lived in a trailer park and he wanted to live there and be free and run around and He'd always try to get out the front door. But anyway, um, one time he, <laughs> he, he needed something from the vet. He was acting odd. So we put him in the car in my Nissan 200 SX, which was the coolest car I ever owned. Ooh, still a cool car. Yeah, it was so cool. And uh, he was sitting in the front seat and he started this <clears throat> thing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, crap. So I pull over to the side. I'm just praying that I'll be fast enough. 
And I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. Let me get out of the car. Let me run around to the other side. And before, as I'm opening the door, his head is down in the floorboard. Oh, oh, no. Gallons of whatever and the freak he was eating. Just pink and, and colors oh. and stuff. And then it again. Just oh, no. It's not two more. inches thick in the bottom of the floorboard. I'm not Blech. kidding. I'm like, oh, my first thought is, wow. How am I going to get rid of this without touching it? You're going to have to throw the car away. I'm immediately thinking this as the dog is finishing up his puking, and I'm sure he's feeling fine. I canceled the trip to the veterinarian. I'm like, whatever yeah. was wrong with him is now. <laughs> it's now on your floorboard. Now expelled. You know, the demons that were frothing around inside his stomach have, <laughs> have made their way through his mouth and into the floor and into the carpeting and subfloor of my vehicle. Um, I had an idea but I dare not share it. I took him home, put him away, made sure he was fine, you know, brushed his teeth, made sure he had a little to drink. And then I drove the car to the nearest car wash and I pulled up next to the vacuum cleaner. Oh no, you didn't. Oh yes, I did. Oh, I put a dollar's worth of quarters in that joker and I started vacuuming out two inches. Oh no. From the bottom of the car. It was the only thing I could think of. I was hoping that it was a wet dry vac. And I kept thinking about the next guy. The whole time I was doing it, I felt guilty. <laughs> yeah. I bet I, you did. I did. I really did. The next guy that comes along is going to be in this beautiful white truck, I imagined, with beautiful white carpet. And he's uh-huh. going to scrape this big tube across that thing, and it's going to just leave pink streaks. Hmm, and he's not going to know what it is. And he's going to put his huh. finger down in it. He's going to pick it up. He's going to smell it. He's going to put his tongue to it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I didn't feel bad, but I I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know what else to do. I'm like, I imagine it's clogging the filter. You know, it's going to stick like all the, all the dust from future vacuuming experiences is going to get stuck up in there. But I, I did it. I got rid of all of it, man. I dried the carpet with that stupid vacuum. I just kept pumping mm. quarters in there until it was all gone. The diseased dogs vomit. So there's there's uh, there's one of my stories, John. What do you what do you want to share with the people today? Well, I want to tell you about my first cat. Okay. You see, how growing old? up in my house, I was I don't know how old I was. It was that age. Okay. I would guess it. I was probably in my, I wasn't going to school yet, so I was younger than five. And uh, this is my first memory. Tiny Johnny. Uh, not, tiny, little, little Johnny. That's little what they called me Johnny. back then. Little Johnny. Um, I, I, we had cats my whole life growing up in my house. My mom just has cat. had cats. She still has cats. My dad now has cats. He's got way more than my mom does. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. He's got a lot of cats. But, um. So cats are, you know, been part of life for us. And uh, I remember this first cat. I don't remember its name, but it, you know, lived outside. It probably came inside the house too and just wandered around and we would pet it and all that stuff that you do with cats. Uh, but one day I went outside to, to play and I saw our cat was, was laying down over by the trash cans. And I thought, oh, sweet little kitty cat. I'm going to go yeah. pet it while it's sleeping over Aww. there. And I go to pet the cat, and I pet the cat a little bit, and then I think, I'm going to pick this, this sweet little kitty cat up, and I'm going to carry it around. And, and, I, and I put my hands under the cat, oh. and 
and it just kind of slid ah! across. <laughs> John. The cat just just kind of slid. No, and I'm like, oh, this cat's sleeping hard. Sleeping. <laughs> and so I, it, it didn't get up. He just sat there, yeah. laid there. And I, I went to my mom. I was like, Mom, the cat's sleeping. You need to be super quiet. Oh. He's super tired. And she, she comes out and she's like, really? And I said, yeah, look, he's over there by the trash cans. And so um, my mom goes out and looks at the cat and she, she, uh, she gets an old towel from, from, the, <laughs> from the laundry room <laughs> and she wraps the cat up in it. And then, then, then we dig a hole in the backyard. <laughs> you don't know what's going on, do you? I'm like, why are we, why are we going to give the cat a blanket? <laughs> and uh, we, we buried that cat because it was dead. It was dead. And, um, and years and years later, I thought, you know what? I want to dig that cat's bones up. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started digging holes all around in the yard thinking, Trying where is that cat? Him. Never found it. Never did. That's but, great. Um, That's good, actually. I approve yeah. of that story. Uh, Glad I didn't find. Yeah, uh, the best cat's a dead cat. Is that what you're trying to say, James? No, I'm just trying to say I'm glad you didn't find a nasty cat. Because, um, oh no, my brothers no, that... buried a, a calf one time, a cow that had oh, died, yeah. <laughs> and then they tried to find it later on. They dug it up, and there was just bones. And uh, oh, yeah, so they were successful. But you know, you can pretty much tell where you buried a cow. I think the the grass grows greener. <laughs> you know, sure, over. yeah over it so you don't wrap a cow on a towel either so no uh, i i as i remember it in my little tiny brain uh we stood around the hole after we had put the 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 cat in it and and we may have even said some words i don't know but (laughs) i don't remember the cat's name i was gonna ask if you if you did but uh it was a holy cat it lived in a hole so oh man well i uh the only other one that I could remember that I hadn't told was my uh, my kids. We used to live next to a playground, and underneath the swings there were these you know ditches, for lack of a better word, where where thousands of feet you know had drug and dug out a hole underneath the yeah the little uh, gully yeah. And when yep. it would rain, it would fill up with water, which made swinging a uh, almost like you know something from a retro video game where you had to swing over the water not like pitfall like pitfall exactly (laughs) so uh but my my kids noticed they looked in there and there were just millions and millions of tadpoles swimming in in this water and they were like oh my gosh they're gonna you know it's gonna dry up and they're all gonna die so they (laughs) they came home you know, without our knowledge and they got a container and they, they went back and they, they dipped it up and they scooped up as many as they could. And on their way back, uh, I found this out later. It wasn't part of the original story, but I found out just, just the other week they were talking about it, that they tripped, (laughs) they they killed about three quarters of them right there on the spot, dropping them on the sidewalk. Oh, we never gave them a chance. We tried to rescue them. They never made it to the house because they had filled it too much. But um, anyway, so they, they, we, we, uh, they told us about it and, and I set up a little habitat for them. We used the water, you know, from the ditch and we, we added some mud and, 
some leaves and things and and uh, by the time we got it all fixed up it was enough to fit on the on the on the on the the uh right there at the kitchen window you know on this on the whatever windowsill yeah the windowsill and uh slowly the numbers diminished though until the the little tails came off and only two had survived and it was clear that one of them was a frog because it would swim around in the water and another one was a toad because it liked to be up on the leaves and it was it they were eatsy they were they were the size of a match head you know wow uh, tiny little guys and i decided it was time to change out the water and they agreed because the mud the water was icky and gross and we felt bad for the one that liked to swim around in the water so i dumped out the water and i filled it up with water from the tap and little did i know that water from the tap is treated with chlorine and it's not enough mm, to kill a person but it's enough to kill a tiny little frog and so the next day the tiny little frog which happened to be my son's was dead and the oh, toad had survived because it, it was still alive and oh it was terrible because i had done it and it was somehow my fault and luckily my kids still loved me back then and they let me off the hook but it was still a sad moment and i said uh, oh goodness it's only a matter of time before this toad drinks some of this terrible water we've got to somehow get rid of it so set him free we it, we lived in florida and our wa- our air conditioner worked overtime and had a drain that went out through the garage into part of the uh the the uh the the border grass that surrounded our front yard and uh it was particularly wet and 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 full of life you know the 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 lizard, sure, yeah. lizards and stuff loved it and the water was fresh and clean and clear and uh you know because it was just uh condensation that would collect from the sky uh and, and into the uh the coils of the air conditioner so we decided to release the little baby toad there and 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 it's not a funny story except for the fact that i killed one of them and that was a terrible <laughs> thing but um they still talk about it to this day that one that one toad that we managed to save out of the millions of uh of of ones that died dried up <laughs> underneath one the toad. slide yeah there's one toad that made it uh, out wow. of, out of that whole thing and uh and, and and the frog had a chance if i just released it instead of tried to clean up the water but Anyway, yeah. I'm a fixer, you know. I fix pens and I fixers, yeah, and I clean fix, things. I fix frog habitats, and and you <laughs> see how well it works out. Not very Sometimes. Well so anyway, oh, there we go. That's my story. It was called one frog, one toad, one died. One frog, one <laughs> toad, one called. died. <laughs> Man. Oh. Well, I you know I I had a story about some dogs that I was going to tell, but it. Re- your story about the toads reminded me of uh, when we moved into this first house that we have. So, or not the first house, but where we're at now. And we have so many frogs, well, not frogs, but toads around the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just hopping and just being toads because that's what they do, I guess. Yeah, they're not but really bright. When, nah, no, nah, they're not super bright, but whatever. Um, we, we, um, James, you know, your, your co-host over there at the, uh, red school bus. Yeah. Great show um, for kids. Check it out. It's a lot like this one, except, uh, it's for all ages, for all ages. Red, red um, school bus. Kind of partial. Yeah. 
but um, he he has this way of of naming animals, anything that he comes across, ah. anything. He builds fake people out of um, you know, clothes. He stuffs the old uh, sleeping clothes and, and turns them to Bobby. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Way he, back in the- he's very imaginative. He told me that building was his strong suit. It was like his ah. greatest uh, thing that he does is build things. He he dies, He likes to build things. Uh, one of the things that he built, no, he didn't build this. Um, he found this toad. And um, he he named it. I can't even remember the name, Cletus, or I don't know. He named this toad, but there was it was a very unique toad in that it only had three legs, <laughs> and this toad was missing a leg, and so he was like wanting to bring it in the house. I'm like, no, no, it's got to live outside so it can catch bugs and live that way. Yeah. And so he he le- lets the toad free, and it's it's hopping around outside. Well, you know, like weeks later, we find the same toad with three no legs, way. and he's like, Dad. The, the the three-legged toad i can't remember I'll have to serendipity ask baby yeah so you know you can make a pet out of anything i suppose right and uh he had toad pets that he named and well there you go <laughs> i got more stories about pets but you know what we got some great stories we do and we should get to them you're absolutely right here's our listener stories for today All right, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? You struggle with depression or loss? BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. You can send messages to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone chat session. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. And I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And uh, I'm grateful to thank uh, BetterHelp.com for sponsoring us this year, and for helping so many of our listeners. Uh, it's it's really good, and myself, I use the service myself. It's great. Uh, here's our stories. This one's called Green Slime Goat, and it's from Brandon. And um, it, I promise you, it's bad. It's a bad. Oh story. boy. Uh, me and my brothers name alone have have listened to your show since it first started, and we've been listening all the way up till now. Your show wow. is intertwined into our childhood uh, to where we make daily references f- to the show in our everyday conversations. So thank you. Here's my story. Me and my four-year-old uh, or my four other siblings grew up on a small farm in Southwest Missouri. And we raised goats along with all the other typical farm animals. And one cold hmm. spring, a goat died, probably from oh. old age. Since it okay. was so cold that week, the ground was too hard to dig a hole for a burial. So we decided to throw it up on the shed roof to make to keep the coyotes from getting the thing, and then we would finally bury it when the temperatures got a little warmer. But like most teenagers with better things to do, like listening to Nobody's Listening back then, <laughs> we forgot about the old goat on the shed, and it, oh, no. it got warm. It got oh, warm. Oh, no. It got warm for a while. And when oh. it, we, then we began to smell our friend. 
that we left up on the roof <laughs> and we remember well, him. And uh, I climbed up there after several weeks of warmer weather. It looked like a goat skin blanket floating in bright green foam. <laughs> That's why I'm glad I'm reading it because I am kind of immune when I read it. <laughs> I've never seen uh, anything like it and haven't since. You would actually, yeah. you could actually hear the foam bubbling. <laughs> like like right after you pour a coke in a glass. I can't. I gotta take my headphones off. I don't think I can. Th- I don't think I can sit through the story. I told you it's bad. I told you. So I knew I had to get the old thing cleaned off. You have to drive it to a car wash and use the vacuum. <laughs> just take the whole you just need to burn the whole house down you know i said whatever I, roof it was on you just burn that structure down it's I, I said that i was immune but my skin suddenly got cold and i'm like <laughs> feeling like i haven't e- eaten today for some reason i don't even want to eat now <laughs> i knew that, that i had to get the old thing cleaned off the roof before it got even worse oh i had my brother hoist up a five gallon bucket no. oh it gets no. worse i started I, scooping all the green foam juice into the bucket. I finally had to lift up the goat hide to get the juice. Oh, no. And there was something hiding and living (laughs) under there that makes my skin crawl when I think about it. When I lifted up the goat, there was a huge black crab-looking beetle thing that was as big as probably a full square slice of sandwich bread. As soon as I lifted up the goat, the thing stood up like a crab, It split into two crab-looking things, and each one crawled very fast off the side of the shed. It's a freaking alien. I'm telling you. What? It's a goat alien. What? I almost fell off the roof. Whatever was under the goat was not normal. And and now, it was uh, how it was living in the green foam juice is beyond me. I very quickly Uh, got the juice and the goat in the bucket and burned it. I burned the whole thing in a bonfire to ensure that it was gone. And never to return. Don't ever yeah. look under a juicy goat. That's the <sighs> theme of the show. Brandon. Brandon, I Thank hate you, you. Brandon. I hate you a lot. Because <laughs> I thought I was I, I wanted to read this because I thought I was immune, but I literally feel lightheaded and I feel like I haven't <laughs> eaten for a week. I just, I feel like I'm going to faint like that. Oh. So, Brandon, John may like you, think you're great, but I hate I, you. <laughs> I appreciate you as a person, Brandon, Mm-mm. but your story is gross. It's so gross. Yeah. This is a pet story show, not a dead goat story show. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, I should have been a little tighter on the reins on that one, I admit. So <laughs> it's, it's James's fault. It was about aliens, those aliens living under the pet. That must have been what it was all about, right? Right, right. Oh, mercy. Let me, let me redeem this time and tell you a story from Todd from Texas. This is about nobody's buddy. He says, once when I was a kid, I had a pit bull chow Great Dane mixed dog. That is a lot. We that call that a Heinz 57 where I'm from. Yeah. That's a pit bull chow Great Dane. I mean, how does, I don't know. I don't even want to know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, they, the dog's name was Buddy. And as you can imagine, being part Great Dane, this was a rather large dog. It's a good name for a dog that it is. literally is mixed with every kind of other dog. <laughs> <laughs> We're all buddies in this one it's dog. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, for the most part, Buddy was a good-natured dog and tended to get along with most people and animals. But he was also very protective of me and my siblings, which was good since my family had three other children at the time, all younger than me. He was also an escape artist, and no matter how many fences we built, no matter how high we built them, he would always figure a way over, around, or under the fence. Mm. Sounds like he's a little Houdini. Maybe you should have named him Houdini instead of Buddy. So since we kind of lived in the country, we ended up just letting him loose and letting him roam around the yard and letting him visit the neighbors whenever he wanted to. The only time we kept him tied up was when this little punk kid that my mom used to babysit would come over for the day. Mm. Mm-hmm. As you may have surmised by my initial description of the little turd, <laughs> his words, not mine, <laughs> I didn't like this kid. He was annoying and whiny and spoiled, and he always got his way, and he was just the boil on the backside of my existence. Wow. Well, tell me how you really feel about yeah. him, Todd. <laughs> Don't hold back. Don't hold back. He says, Lucifer definitely describes this kid well. All right. So we have a name. One day, yeah, Lucifer. His name is Lucifer. One day when the little fallen angel, quote unquote, was over at our house, I went to take some food out to Buddy. And since I felt like I needed a break from the kid, I decided to just hang out with Buddy while he, while he ate. Lucifer saw me over there and slowly started making his way in my direction. There were, this is where a, de- a devious, sneaky, and not-so-nice plan started forming in my brain. I wondered what would happen if Lucifer just happened to walk into Buddy's range of motion. Oh, boy. So guess what I did? I began to call out to him and, and told him to come closer. <laughs> hey, Lucifer, come here, I said in an enticing sort of way. I want to show you something. I show you your death. Yeah, come here, Lucifer. He slowly began to walk my way, but he was very cautious because he was slightly concerned about the giant dog. Come on, man, I said encouragingly. It's okay. He continued to get closer as I continued to offer encouragement that everything was okay. All while this was going on, Buddy continued to eat, keeping an eye on Lucifer as he got closer and closer. (laughs) Finally, just as Lucifer reached the perimeter of the chain, I yelled, Sick him! Oh, no! (laughs) To my shock and utter glee, Buddy gives a loud growl mixed with a deep roaring bark and lunged towards Lucifer. Causing him to give a scream worthy of James's brother in the hallway. Basement ghost man reference. Yeah. It almost makes the kid soil himself uh. and made his feet move so fast he looked like a cartoon in efforts to get away from Buddy. <laughs> nice. As Lucifer went running and crying back to the house, I stood there in shock that Buddy actually listened to me. And I couldn't help but give him a pat on the head and tell him what a good boy he was for scaring the living daylights out of that little turd. I mean, I'm sorry, little butt. (laughs) And for a while, giving me a little bit of peace and quiet in my day. Who says dogs aren't man's best friend? Not me. Todd from Texas. Good job for scaring the crap out of that little monster. You're (laughs) such a good boy for almost biting his face off. I love you. We'll be friends till the end. It's a very well-written story, I must say. Yeah, good job. All right, Michael, your resident nomad, uh, sends in one called Genius Goldie. He uh, he says, when we moved to the burbs out to the sticks when I was 12, we finally had enough room to have a dog. We had a Brittany Spaniel mix that was smart, what? 
but thought she could use a companion. So one of the families in our church at the time offered us one of their golden retrievers that we took. Now, I will tell you at the time when I first read this email, I thought it was weird that they said we offered one of our golden retrievers. They they offered one. Um, it's just it's weird <laughs> that they wanted to break up a set, you know. But as I read through the rest of the story, it became clear why they did this. Anyway, we came up with the creative name Goldie for this beautiful yet extremely dim creature. Goldie, <laughs> Goldie was like the dog equivalent to blonde jokes. Oh, no. She was completely untrainable and bumbled around in our yard with reckless abandon. She had We had installed invisible fencing to keep the dogs from wandering out into other people's property, and we trained the dogs to approach the line and to be warned by the sound and uh, take that as an indication to do an about face. But yeah. the, the smart dog was fast, and she was smart, and she would get a running start, jump when she heard the alarm, and then yelp midair as she kept... <laughs> pace on the other side of the fence goldie however would wander aimlessly toward the line hear the noise stand directly over the line that was in the ground and receive the shocks but not move (laughs) she would just look around dumbfounded as to what could possibly be causing this yet not moving away from the area in any direction and eventually i had to run over and practically kick her to get her off the spot and end her misery. <laughs> Something's shocking me. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on. I, was, I wonder why I was a free dog. I wonder why I was given <laughs> away so readily. I'd like to say that this only happened once, but Goldie must have seen it as a challenge. Like, I'm going to eventually <laughs> figure out how to beat this thing. One day it snowed and I walked up to the local mini mart about a quarter mile away and Goldie decided to follow me. I decided it would be no problem because nobody in North Carolina would be trying to drive in this deep snow. I got the items to make snow cream from the storm. Mm. I don't know what that is, but you don't know what snow cream is. No, you take fresh snow. I, how do I, a Floridian know this? I don't know. You take fresh snow and, and, and it's the clean stuff, you know, without any yucky and you mix in like, like, uh, my, my sister who lives in Wyoming, she will mix in like coffee creamer, sweetened coffee creamer. Uh-huh. And you just mix it around and, and it makes like this like slushy ice cream snow huh. stuff. It's good. It's Weird. fun. Weird. Well, anyway, yeah. from the, uh, I was going to make uh, snow cream from the storm and, and was trudging back along the road. Then a car approached. I got off the mm. road and called Goldie to uh, come to me. She declined my request and stood in the middle of the road (laughs) like a calf staring at a new gate. The car wasn't going particularly fast and started to apply the brakes to avoid hitting the dog. But Goldie, hearing the vehicle, turned to see how now the, oh, turned to see the now sliding car hurling towards her. The look on her face was like, oh, look at that car going sideways. I wonder what my response should be. Still trying to call her to get her out of the road, she turned back to me and then suddenly was broadsided by the car and oh, slid no. and rolled about 20 feet. She, <laughs> she got up, she shook the snow from her body and trotted away. The driver was profusely apologetic. I told him the dog was apparently fine and the car drove away. I finally had the courage to tell the daughter of the family who gave us Goldie about her nature. That's a nice way to say it. Her nature. Uh, Her nature. She assured me that it was purely genetic, as if stupidity was the trait that they were trying to breed into this line. She said the parents of Goldie (laughs) were were not the brightest bulbs in the box, 
And this was one of the dumbest animals that they had ever encountered. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but we have the privilege of calling her ours, Michael. Oh, man. Your resident nomad. So the theme of the story is beware of free golden retrievers. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, man. That's oh. hilarious. Hey, Biddy. Goldie. We got a guy at church that wants a dog. We got a chance to get rid of Goldie. The stupidest animal Give we've him Goldie. Had. They, your uh, dog looks like it needs a companion. Here's one that'll really keep it company. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move away real quick so you can't ever find us again. So <laughs> don't worry. Goldie won't find us either. Ugh. Well, wow. let's, let's keep going. I know we're yeah, over time, yeah. but let's keep going. Yes, uh, stick with us. We just got a couple more. This comes to us from our friend TJ Bunkall in Rexburg, Idaho. This is Baddish Birds. Did you know that birds like to chew on paper? Yeah. Hmm? Did you know that, James? Yes, I did. Did you know that they like to play with Legos? No, I did not. I did not know that either. Well, TJ has two cockatiels, a gray one and a white one. Their names are Smokey and Angel. I wonder which one is which. They're both girls. Think of the combination of the sass of a teenage girl with the evil of a toddler and the mannerisms of a cat. And that's pretty much the attitude of our birds. (laughs) I used to do homework with Smokey on my shoulder She would nip at me when I was focusing on my math or science homework more than her. So she would side shuffle down my arm and onto the clipboard or binder or whatever I was uh, holding to do my work on. She'd cock her head at it and then begin to bite off a corner with her beak, leaving a triangle indentation. By the time my homework would be done, my rectangular piece of paper had become a trapezoid with a side full of jagged edges. (laughs) And Smokey didn't just do this with me. She also did it with my my sister. She and I had both turned in assignments with rips and and had to tell our teachers that the birds had eaten our homework. (laughs) Also, sometimes Smokey would see that my brother and I would be playing with our Legos, so she'd join in. She loved to stick her beak inside the nooks and crannies and hold it with her little talons. She's so cute, little Smokey. She would also have fits where she would tear into the Legos in the bin and then throw them all out. I've included photographic evidence if you'd like to see for yourself. Yeah, he did. He sent in actual video of this bird and it's in this uh, tub of Legos and dude, it's fighting them like it's fighting off a zombie (laughs) horde. Nice. It's just like, oh my gosh, they're all around me. I throw, grab, you know, just (laughs) freaking out. This bird is cockatiel, man. It's great. It's a great little clip. Well, Hilarious. Maybe we can see it on Facebook or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll put it up on uh, the, the, um, oh, the, uh, the, the cast community. Yeah. The NLCast community. Podcast community. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook.com slash group slash NLCast. So um, this one's called my bedroom is a fish coffin. It's from Norman. It's an interesting title, but I didn't pick it. Hey, it's Norman. You said you were going to do a theme show about pets, and I remembered that I have a pet story. Disclaimer, I am 11, so my writing is not the best. Also, if you yeah. want, you can call this story, My Bedroom is a Fish Coffin. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yikes. So we did. Anyways, let's get to the actual story. Once upon a time, I had a fish, and things happened to it. The end. <laughs> Just joking. That's definitely not the story. The real story is a little longer. One morning, as I was getting ready for school, I decided to check on the pet fish that is in my room. I would refer to it as my pet fish, except it it really isn't. You see, my mom is the one who actually feeds the thing, and I hates it. I hates it. 
I hate it so much. I hate it with the passion of a thousand suns that have been burning for 10,000 years. Why? What is a fish? What is a fish that you would hate it so much? I don't understand. Yeah. Why? What did that fish do to you? (laughs) Yeah. I can understand just not being attached to it, but to turn it into hatred. What, what fish in the world would you ever hate that much? I don't know. As I, as I looked into his tank, I realized something was off. It was floating at the top of the tank, motionless. I tapped the glass gently and it didn't move. You see, the fish was dead and my heart dropped <laughs> and I gagged a bit. Why'd your heart drop if you hated it? Anyway, yeah, I ran out weak. of my room to the kitchen where my mother was pouring out my cereal. Man, you got a full, full-fledged full mom there. Yeah, I, pouring gum. your cereal. Dad gone. Or was she like pouring out the cereal? Like, this cereal is bad. You can't eat this. <laughs> yeah, I'm pouring this is, it into this the is too good. It's, it's a wonderful cereal and you're a bad child. So I'm going to dump it in the garbage in front of you. <laughs> um, I called for her and informed her of my fish's current state. See, he's claiming the fish now. My fish. Before it wasn't his fish. It was his mom's fish. But however, right. my mom did not respond the way that I thought she would. Instead of comforting me or telling me, to remove the corpse from the nasty water, she told me she had known that the fish was dead for a few days. <laughs> this meant not only had I not noticed, but that the dead creature of sliminess had been re- residing in my bedroom for multiple days. For some twisted reason, my mom hasn't hadn't told me about the thing, and you didn't notice. And and she also made uh, she hadn't made any attempt to remove it. So I asked her to kindly remove it, and she promised that she would the very next day. Or while I was at school, it has now been a few weeks. The fish is still there. Good, no. goodbye, Norman. <laughs> it's disgusting. You know what? You can fish that thing out yourself too, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Your 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 full sure. service mom who pours your cereal. You know, yes, mother. Maybe she hasn't taught you to do things yourself, but I think you can handle it, buddy. I think you could handle it. Yeah, it's still there. That's uh, gross. It's just a little skeleton of a fish floating around in there. Yeah, they, maybe that's why he hates it so bad. They start to fall apart. At least there's no green foam. So <laughs> you know, I, I'm still not feeling Weird good crap. from that story. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm still feeling <sighs> a little lightheaded. Okay, it's the well, after effects. Maybe Stephen's uh, Stephen from Alabama. His story can help us out. This is called Walk Alone. He says, "I used to work at a vet clinic." I watched over other people's pets each day. I really enjoyed playing with the dogs, and I was able to bring my puppy with me each day, and uh, he could play with me and follow me around while I worked. That's cool. Yeah. In fact, that was how they sold me on the job. I was told I would get to be paid to play with the dogs all day. Wow. Wow. That sounds like uh, some Will Shakespeare type stuff right there. there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he got that's, I mean, I would, I would jump at that opportunity to get to play all day. You yeah, know, with dogs, yeah, yeah. Uh, with dogs, sure, I'll pass. But, but <laughs> you know, how it's I a am. very soft pass, but I'm gonna pass. Yeah. Well, it sounded like heaven, but at the time I was desperate for a job. So this, however, was a terrible and dirty job. What they didn't tell me about was all the cleaning up I would have to do, the long hours that I'd have to work, and the amount of time I would spend bathing dogs, which included expressing anal glands. Yummy. <laughs> Just, those are two words you should never, ever put together. Nope. Dogs, Three words. Dogs are Expressing, dumb. yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, anyways. If you've never seen or smelled the cages in a vet clinic, count your blessings. One of the things I had to do each day was clean the drains, mm. which was the runoff from all the cages. Yum. Yeah, you see, they clogged very easily because of the hair and the poo, which would build up when we sprayed the cages 
for cleaning. I would then have to wade through two feet deep poop water to unclog it. Mm. It was what I would imagine Satan himself would have murderers doing every day within his inner sanctum of Hades. I spent most of my 12-hour day, wow, 12-hour day. Dang. Spent most of that day cleaning different areas and bathing dogs and only a few minutes each day actually playing with the dogs. That sounds like a terrible job. But uh, I've never seen it on uh, Mike Rowe's dirty job, so I don't know. Yeah. Now that you're familiar with how much this job sucked, here's the story that made me quit. Uh-oh, it gets better. You see, we would have dogs that we had labeled walk-alone, quote-unquote. This meant that they are quarantined because if they got too close to another dog, they would kill them. Me and my coworker were wa- working one weekend, and we were walking a giant Rottweiler who was a walk-alone to the playground or the play yard. This dog was massive, like the beast from the Sandlot Massive. Wow. His name was Bama. And if he stood up on his hind legs, he would easily be eight feet tall. That is huge. That's a big dog. That's a big dog. The good thing was that he was kind to people. However, if you know anything about Rottweilers, then you know that they can be unpredictable. Mm. We had had him outside for about five minutes, and he started acting aggressively to my coworker. My coworker started backing away and giving him a space, but Bama followed him and started to try to bite him. Oh, no. Yikes. My coworker picked up the pace and started running away, but Bama pursued. Yeah, that's not what you do. You don't run. No. Don't run. <laughs> you, I don't even know what to do. What do you do, James? You face them, and you get really big, and you, sh- and you, you uh, put your arms up. And you try to yeah. like 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 you're trying to scare a bear. Yeah. I mean, I okay. don't I don't know officially. Don't you know I'm not a the dog okay. expert, but <laughs> this is not a survival tip for dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would probably run too, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would start kicking. But what you're supposed to do is is uh not show weakness. So anyway. Right. He's trying to yeah. Well, he eventually got him and bit oh. off a chunk of skin from his arm. Oh yum. Yeah. <laughs> Our fence around the play yard was about 10 feet tall, but my coworker scaled it like it was two feet. (laughs) I was beyond impressed and was thinking that he should be a professional athlete. I was so distracted by his Olympic level athleticism that I temporarily forgot that there was a giant angry Rottweiler headed towards me. Yeah, you're locked in there with him, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, puppy, be nice. He came right up to me and looked me in the eyes. And then started wagging his little nub of a tail. Oh. <laughs> I guess he thought he was protecting me or something. Oh. But I got him inside his cage as quickly as I possibly could, just in case something changed. I started weighing the pros and cons of working there, and uh, not only a few weeks later, I no longer did. So <laughs> So he quit. <laughs> he quit a few, a few weeks after that event. Oh, that's great. It's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get eaten by a dog. No. No. <laughs> this one is uh, easily middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the 
way, stupid. It's called Crazy Jane. I am a middle school cross-country <laughs> runner. Two other runners to protect the innocent. Let's call them Jane and David. I had been practicing together for CC Nationals. That's cross-country. We were only ones who were fast enough. Anyway, while we were running, we had been talking about pets and which is better, cats or dogs. And I just want to add that one day before my cat had died, since once Aww. we got back to the school, we were stretching. And I said, oh, yeah, my cat died yesterday. Jane, who I have had a crush on for the whole time in the CC season, immediately started giggling. She was a very infectious laugh and pretty soon i laughing too and then realize i what i am doing david is just looking at us both like we're satan's children i still felt bad about laughing at my cat's passing and for some reason jane still giggles every time it's brought up that's because jane is full of satan anyway love the show you guys are awesome jake from bellafontaine ohio yeah you need to run from jane jake you need to quit talking to her that's not a normal reaction He's uh, probably laughing because she killed the cat. Yeah, I, it's not normal. There's something wrong with Jane, buddy. Okay, just want to let you know. Well, that's our show for this week. Have you ever dropped a giant cat hate turd into a broken toilet? Have you <laughs> have you ever left a goat on a hot tin roof? Have you ever sicked uh, a dog onto a horrible toddler? Or been given the stupidest dog in existence for free? Have you ever had birds that tossed the Legos like they were trapped by zombies? Have you ever had a nasty fish stay around way too long but blamed your mother rather than getting rid of it your own dang self? Or quit a job because the doggos were too dang dangerous? Or had a crush on a girl that thought your pet's death was funny? Whatever your story is, send it. Email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash NLCast. Join the Discord at NLCast.com slash community. And thanks to our patrons with your special support. Thanks for to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Cuvé, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just foam up that green food coloring and think, oh. hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Oh, thanks for your foamy goats. Ugh. Decomposing animals are not what I signed up for when I said, let's do a pet theme show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.